Hey everyone, welcome back to the You're Not Finished podcast. My name is Brittany Franklin and I'm the host of this podcast and I am excited to be back on whatever streaming platform you're listening on for this month's episode. Today we're going to be talking about a subject that people seem to be extremely interested in to the point of obsession as of late and that's probably because they resonate with it a lot, maybe, Um, and that is narcissism. I'm sure that there are many people out there who have Googled stuff like, is my boyfriend a narcissist? Is my parent a narcissist? Is whatever celebrity or well-known figure a narcissist? And I'm sure they have valid reasons for doing so. The problem is the term narcissist is becoming so overused that I'm not sure we actually know who is or isn't one. Not only that, I'm not sure anyone should be out here self-diagnosing or labeling someone else as a narcissist or labeling someone as having narcissistic personality disorder unless they are licensed to do so and are actually diagnosing someone they are treating. So what is a narcissist? By definition, it's a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves or needs admiration, believes others are inferior, and lacks empathy for others. And narcissistic personality disorder, as described by Mayo Clinic, is similar in that they say the disorder is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or admiration that they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them. Symptoms of the disorder include expecting to be recognized as superior even without achievements that warrant it, exaggerating achievements and talents, taking advantage of others to get what they want, monopolizing conversations and belittling or looking down upon people that they perceive as inferior, having an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others, or again, lack of empathy, having secret feelings of insecurity, shame, vulnerability, and humiliation, and again, having trouble with receiving or handling perceived or actual criticism, and trouble meaning like reacting with rage or becoming moody or depressed. Those are just a very few symptoms of the disorder, and I will link the Mayo Clinic article in the YouTube description if you like more info. If you subscribe to the Christian belief, you know that there are certain biblical characters who display behavior like this, such as Jezebel, Saul, and Herod, for example. And the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy 3 talks about who people will become in the last days, and he says... Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, 
unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, and having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people turn away. Now, obviously, the Apostle Paul is describing much more than the narcissistic personality disorder, but those narcissistic traits are described in that verse. So I'm not going to lie, I recently got caught up in watching how to avoid narcissists or signs of narcissistic behaviors and disorder videos to the point where I'm still getting recommended videos from Dr. Romney on YouTube. For those of you who don't know who she is, she has an entire YouTube channel devoted to exposing narcissistic behaviors and is also a main contributor to a YouTube channel called Med Circle, which provides interviews, tips, and education surrounding a variety of mental health and mood disorders as well. Those channels are good to watch if that interests you, but I would recommend not getting too bogged down on the information because there's a lot of information that they provide. I also want to remind you, if you do watch these videos, not to self-diagnose or start linking videos to people in your life who you think these videos might apply to. But these are good resources, so I will go ahead and link them in the description if you're listening on YouTube. Anyway, I was watching these videos so much to the point where I was actually becoming triggered by the information in these videos because I have you know, prior experiences with people who have displayed those traits. I'm not sure if they were diagnosed with any disorder, but I've worked for this kind of person. I've been close to these kind of people. And so after watching these videos, narcissism was all I could think about for a while. And after coming to the conclusion that I was watching these videos too much, I actually realized that I've lived my life in protection mode always looking for what to avoid to the point where I sometimes am not able to fully enjoy the relationships that are safe, or it's come to the point where I've at times become less understanding of the things that are just genuine flaws that people are working on, or these people might not even be aware of these things that might be harmful or hurtful, but would likely work on them if they knew about it. I also put myself in the position to victimize myself and not see my own flaws that I need to work on because I was so busy looking for what to avoid. The main point I'm trying to make is I believe constantly watching, reading, or listening to things that relate to the negative experiences that you've had can actually be re-traumatizing. And that could lead to allowing your past traumatic experiences to dictate and negatively affect your current thoughts or behaviors, or your quality of life overall. So based on what you can handle, absorb the information that you get in moderation, live freely, and set healthy boundaries in order to limit your interactions with people who display those toxic and unhealthy behaviors. Then move forward and do your best not to display those behaviors yourself or get help for yourself if you need it. And I'll be working on that too. I don't like just throw that out there. Like I don't need to do that. Like I will be working on this with you if this applies to you. So here's the thing about narcissism. And 
actually, I would say many, if not all other mental health or mood disorders. Everything in the mental health field is so nuanced and complicated. Human behavior and relationships are complicated. Beliefs about what is considered good and bad behavior are changing depending on the setting or circumstances as time progresses, which makes things complicated. Researchers and professionals are still discovering things about human behavior, and although we have the DSM as a guide for diagnosis, DSM, for those who don't know, stands for Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. But even though we still have that as a guide, it's still hard to pinpoint, especially if we're deeply involved with or connected to someone who might exhibit those behaviors, and especially if we've experienced trauma in the past that inclines us to remain connected to people who might not be very good for us. And the DSM has even been modified as new information is discovered and beliefs about certain things have changed over time. So honestly, while I think we do well by educating ourselves on behaviors to avoid, I think we do better by turning the mirror on ourselves in addition to that in order to make sure that who we do not want to be connected to isn't who we eventually become. If you subscribe to Christianity, you can lift them up in prayer and set boundaries as well. My good friend actually reminded me of a verse in 1 Corinthians that says, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good character. And that's so true. You really have to set those boundaries in order to make sure that your own character and who you want to be isn't corrupted. And that could be scary, you know, because you want to not offend people or you really want certain people in your life, or that could be scary for a number of reasons. But I believe it actually empowers us to choose our surroundings wisely in order to be able to finish the journey we have on this earth well. So I'm going to keep it short as usual and end it here. I really hope that that info that I shared was helpful and encouraging to you. If you need additional resources for mental health, addiction, and suicide prevention, head over to www.yourenotfinished.com and click the Get Help section. If you want to share your story or journey as someone with a diagnosed mental health or mood disorder, and you're okay with that being shared publicly or anonymously on the YNF website, shoot me an email to yournotfinished at gmail.com. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at YNFinished and on Instagram at YNFCast to stay up to date on the latest episodes and for more encouraging content. Also, don't forget to rate the cast on Apple or Facebook if you love it. Thanks so much and I appreciate you for listening. Hope you have a great day and finish well. Bye.